I think I'm going to let you do you want to take the the run on this one? Cuz I feel like the last as I'm editing these, I end up talking a lot. <laughs> well, Death Stranding was not. I mean, the last game that we discussed oh, so bad. wasn't even I mean, I wasn't really like hardly part of it just because it was like well, for one, I had COVID. <laughs> like oh jeez. Well, let's let's get into it. Welcome back to Three Two One Backlog, the podcast where we play and talk through games from our video game backlog. My name is Alec, and I'm joined, as always, by James. How you doing, dude? You doing all right? Yeah, man, I'm doing pretty good tonight. I just just got off work, but I was I'm very excited to be recording this episode tonight. How is your sense of smell? It's fine, actually. <laughs> it's it's never been better. In fact, everything smells bad. <laughs> Oh. I feel like everything that could possibly smell bad is super intense. It's like the opposite of what you would ex- would have been told. It's my was, superpower. Was, was COVID smell or was it taste? It was both, but I've never... I've had COVID more times than anyone, I think. <laughs> and I've never had that symptom before, ever. The Every, every time I, I've gotten it, it's just been like cough stuffy nose if anyone listened to the last episode or the the episode the stuffy nose episode oh man that's usually the biggest thing that i get and the fevers yeah i have yet to officially be in that club so you know i I think get get join like (laughs) one of those clubs where they send you coffee every month (laughs) like that's what i would recommend you could you can we do like a disease of the month club just um oh boy i don't want to i'm not (laughs) i don't want that you can do whatever you want i've heard this a bunch like somebody saying like oh i've never gotten it but or or or, you know oh we think we had it like the end of 2019 before we knew it was covid like yeah you've you've heard people say that i think i'm one of those if i did get it i'm either been extremely asymptomatic or i'm just got a got the perfect immune system well so it's one of if those they if they say it started in 2020 then why is it COVID 19 <laughs> i don't know, I don't know. I mean, really though like what is it? <laughs> you got the first edition COVID, dude congratulations it's gonna be worth money one day Man, i don't I'll know tell you what welcome to three two one COVID. yeah welcome to healthcare podcast yeah dude we, should, we don't need to talk about it <laughs> let's go let's talk about death stranding oh god no 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 we're, we're talking about something better than death stranding we're talking about I have in my notes God of Fucking War. There it is. Featuring Kratos. And the boy. And boy. 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 I've so been good. saying that for weeks, dude. <laughs> I, I mean, I've got from like the neck up, I've got the Kratos look. I got yeah. the the nice the nice beard, bald head. And I wanted to try to convince my son to like do Halloween as Artreus and we could go like as a combo. That would be good, man. He has the look too a little bit actually. He yeah, does. He's kinda, he got does. that stringy little bow boy look. Oops. The bean pole, yeah. Yeah. That would have I think I think it would be man. good. Uh, uh, but he wants to do something. Yeah, no. Um I was going to ask if he had inherited your godlike powers. That remains to be seen. 
We do. It's going to work on my camera there. That was a Halloween costume. Yeah. My wife and I did. It's coming in nice. really nicely saturated, but it was a cool little fun Halloween we did. We could have all went. I think I'd have to bring the beard back down a little bit if I was going to do it. I would have to probably grow mine out more yeah. if I ever decided to do it again. I didn't I didn't bring a measuring tape because we could do like a couple segments, you know, every couple of recordings to see what it's up to yet. The beard measuring contest. The beard the beard measuring segment. I'm gonna lose every time on the beard measuring. <laughs> God of fucking war. Have you have you ever played a God of War game before? I have not. As the folks at home have heard me say over and over again, I was always an Xbox kid. Yeah. So most of the PlayStation exclusives have been fully off my radar and by the time they come over to steam or pc or, or something like that i have kind of just wrote it off from I'm, I'm doing something else so i never played any of the old ones right had you no um i bought because i love i love creating a, a good backlog on playstation 3 i bought the series i think it was god of war one and two remastered for ps3 i mm-hmm. bought those and never played it owned a ps2 and i loved these kind of games back then but i never i don't know man they were just it was like i felt like ps2 was around the time period where everything was a little like out of out of my price range kind of thing was like Mm -hmm. you know i would get one game a year and i feel like it was usually like a big rpg or something just something that would take up a lot of time uh god of war is kind of a shorter game and i'd never got one so yeah because the older ones are like more hack and slashy right yeah definitely they're much more i guess more action but there's still a lot of story i think sony Mm. does a good job telling a story if we can say anything about sony and the games that we've played that are our big sony games they're like a hell of a story in all of them that i've played yeah i i agree with that we my wife and i I, her as well xbox kid or nintendo or she did a lot of the earlier zelda games and stuff like that but we were both interested in the 2018 god of war but didn't know anything about the story. So the two of us watched, I think like a 30 or 45 minute video kind of explaining yeah. everything prior to the, the game. One. It's pretty yeah. fucking and it convoluted. did a really good job. Yeah. <laughs> it's very yeah. convoluted. <laughs> I read, I did watch that. And then my wife asked me about it uh, later on. And I had forgotten half of the video because that's usually how it works. Unless I'm actually taking notes. And I read this Reddit post to her because I Googled, she asked, I think what his tattoo was. And so I just quickly Googled it and I found some, not Reddit, like Quora or one of those weird, you know, ask a question, get an answer websites. And somebody gave this just crazy long explanation about everything god of war and it was really concise and to the point and really well written and i was Mm -hmm. like reading it off to her like i was hearing it for the first time you know (laughs) just like oh my god this happened well and then this happened i think that was probably my favorite little bit of the video we watched because it covered the tattoo yeah you know that it was you know where it came from his his brother it was like a, a right. i think it was a birthmark that he ended up getting tattooed in, in like yeah. remembrance and his, pretty his, cool birthmark so cool it's cooler than like a giant mole on your eyelid <laughs> <laughs> do you have a mole on your eyelid no but i just mean like i was trying to you know some people got it worse than others kratos's brother looked pretty cool yeah yeah very true i guess i don't know he might have been very obese I don't Maybe. think we've ever seen him. We just know what his tattoos we, were like. 
I also liked the explanation in that video of his pale white skin. That like the, that was the, the part ashes that, of his yeah. enemy or something that yeah. was amazing. It wasn't the ashes cool of his enemy. It was it was ashes of something. Of his, uh, he uh, like he unknowingly killed his wife and his daughter. That's what and, it was, and that's what he was. Yeah, he was like meant to live with the shame of doing that. Pretty, yeah, raw deal. If you ask me, that kind of sucks. Pretty gnarly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, every you know, divorce isn't always an option. Oh no! <laughs> this was on my backlog. Did you you have interest in playing it prior? I did. Okay, but again, didn't have access to it. Yeah. Should we should we tell the story of how I came to play this one? Yeah, I think it's a yeah, I do. So I, I think, think it's this is pretty time. yeah, pretty interesting. So I'm I'm going to come at it from my perspective and then you can fill in any gaps. Sure. So we we're recording this uh let's see what 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 is today? At the end of July 2023. Yeah. We had just met for uh, at my brother's house for 4th of July back in our hometown you you know you're really close you came by you know had good times and then we left went about our our separate ways and then he I think uh on the way to the hotel you sent me a text message like hey I found this PS4 in a trash can which sounds like complete bullshit but it wasn't <laughs> which is like all right let's uh let's like that's like something you, you tell know. your wife like oh yeah I found a PS4 in the trash can it's brand new <laughs> Un- unreal and it was like you know hey w- i'll take it we'll see if it works and and go from there and it works yeah. very well you also you have to le- you have to add in you did that badass most i'm cussing a lot because i i'm off work sorry <laughs> uh, it's past the minute mark it's fine yeah you did the most badass thing you were just like I, we were talking about shipping it or whatever and then you just had someone drop off like a shipping label <laughs> and, um, you know, packing materials and everything. It just showed up at my house. And I was like, OK, yep. I'll send well, it Walmart plus Walmart plus is an amazing tool. Yeah, you can just put whatever address you want and it'll send it to the local Walmart and they'll grab like an Uber driver to drop it off at your house. So I just yep. did that for no extra fees, no delivery fee. Yeah. And. Yeah, and they just they dropped everything off. I was like, I'll give you a box and packing material, some tape, and then I'll uh, I'll email you the label. <laughs> as long as you can print it off, we're good to go. And we did it. And we and did I also it. Sent you, which, I which, sent you a crazy. couple other games too, right? I sent you yes, The Last of Us. You yep. sent me uh, Zero, Horizon Horizon Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And those are um, I've I've I'm aware of The Last of Us. But the Horizon That's Zero on my Dawn is, is on my backlog, and I've heard it's it's oh, pretty nice. good. So awesome, awesome. So yeah, we're definitely going to play The Last of Us. And you obviously you played it on. Did you play it only on the PS4? Yes. So okay. uh, let's see here. At the same time as this, oh, I will say the the from from the to finish off the the condition of the ex the excuse me the condition of the PlayStation Four from the trash can with a controller. Yeah. Right. That was also in there. The only issue with the controller was it had a little bit of stick drift. And it was so I was like, all right, fine. I'll go. I got two uh two third party PlayStation controllers yeah. for I think the price of one. And then my wife and I have been playing off and on. She even went and got a a game as well, the Ghost of Sh- uh, Ghost of Tashima. Tashima, yeah. Tsushima. Yeah. So we've been playing through that. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost of Shishimi. And she's been playing through that. Is it hard as fuck? Like I've heard it. I've heard it's brutal. Difficult. It's yeah. quite difficult. I'm going to continue to play podcast. it. 
Oh man. Yeah. Oh, you're playing it too? Yeah, she tried okay, playing. Cool. Yeah. It was real hard. I was like, let me try and play. And you're a game. Uh, and it is it is also quite hard for for me. I'm 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 not saying I'm you know better at games than she is. I think yeah. I had patient a little bit more patience for some of the parts, but yeah. man, it's it's not an easy game. Anywho, back to okay. back to God of War. <laughs> um I do want to just talk so this game it did originally come out on PlayStation 4. It was Santa Monica Studios, published published by Sony, and um, it came out in 2018. And then it was released on Windows in January of 2022. I picked it up shortly after that on Steam. So I did play the Steam version of it. And it's won a ton of awards. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. 10, 10 out of 10 on IGN. Steam's a 10 out of 10. I didn't even know they had a num- numeric rating system. Metacritic, <laughs> 93 out of 100 because they can't give it 100. And it got Game of the yeah. Year in 2018 and, and a bunch of other stuff. I'll, I think some of it was directly related to the acting in it and, and the characters and stuff like that. So it's a pretty well-liked well-received game but then i also did see in some reviews like a fair amount of hate about the gameplay which i thought was pretty good but we'll get into that but not knowing much about the gameplay other than quote-unquote hack and slash from the earlier games it i i had some some issues with with some pieces of it but overall i think it was it was fine it was in line with what i expected did you on the ps4 was the graphic how did the graphics look amazing it was good and you were playing it was not a yeah, we weren't blessed with a free PS4 Pro, so that was 1080p. We're playing at it was it was 1080p, yeah. but I mean, I still mean, I'm good. still it's still amazing what I mean, it can do. It, I'm I played it at 720p on my TV, dude, with the Steam Deck, yeah. and to me, it looked great. As long as like there was a time where I paused it and I walked up closer to the TV, and I was like, oh, the kids, boys, kind of blurry yeah but yeah. but really generally i mean it's insane how good it looked i had the settings like dialed in too, where it would mm-hmm. run at like 30 frames a second and there's like some other program you can install on the steam deck that opens more memory up and all this stuff to make games okay. run a little bit better i had all that set up but i mean dude the game looked great like it really did even at 720p i feel like I feel like 720p, 1080p is good enough. 4K gaming, just, I don't know, man. I'll get there one day, but... It, I think it gets to a point holiday where... Holiday season 2023. Especially, yeah, especially when you're talking about, like, frame rates and, you know, your your dots per inch and all that. It gets to a certain point where we can't really perceive much better. Like, there is a distinction when you yeah. go from 1080p to 4K, but if you're going anything past that, I mean, it's... It's really hard. I can't tell, you know, once once you're going yeah. past 4K, because I've seen like, you know, huge TVs that are running like 8K and all this stuff. It's just it's 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 crazy. In but games, I don't think we're really getting anything. Yeah. In games specifically, I've noticed that if a game is natively 1080p, I'm sorry, if a game is natively 4K or a really high resolution game, if you dial it back to 720 or 1080p it still looks really good but if you take but i think a lot of that just has to do with like uh, smooth polygons and all that kind of stuff that just has to do with graphics getting better over time you could have it in 1080p and it still looks really good that's because the models are good or their motion capture like we're looking at a human being on the screen that's skinned over Mm -hmm. uh, to look like it's in a video game right right 
the graphics were really good for me. I they it's one of the better looking games I think I've I've really ha- had the experience to play recently. Death Stranding was great looking too, obviously, but this game just looked f- fantastic to me. Yeah, it really did. It had a lot of there were a lot of times. Oh, what am I trying to say? It was the best of times. There was the worst <laughs> of times. No, you know, talking about you know the Death Stranding. Guess it was good. There, there were areas of the game where if it was an area that you wouldn't typically travel or something, they they kind of the 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 textures they put were not as polished. But in God of War, any area that you could see that if you could put your camera facing towards it, it was very well detailed and very well yeah. done. So like every there were no like oh they're never going to traverse over here so we're going to lower the lower the polygon count or something over here it's a hundred percent is is full-blown great yeah so i I really i really appreciated that since we're kind of talking about graphics and and all that i have a a pretty nice tv when there's like rumors that the playstation 5 is going to be reduced in price or they're going to have a slim model that'll have a lower price tag this holiday season it's i mean there it's ha- it usually happens there's usually a slim model that comes out a couple years into the lifespan PlayStation yeah that is does it. that is true that you is got true. the slim model that i sent you a slim model of a ps4 i have a fat boy right over here right a, a fat boy ps4 so if they do that i think i'm gonna buy a playstation 5 and i want to play god of war ragnarok because i want to see like how good it can really look 4k i haven't ever played a game in 4k i had i have a 4k tv and i've recently watched like the youtube oled videos that are meant like that you see at the store and it's crazy looking so that looks nice yeah quality of screens is a lot better yeah i think i i i I might have to do that as well because i also have a 4k tv but we're not running anything that would do it right now yeah, I don't know if any of the streaming services because it's a smart TV, so I don't Supposedly think Netflix YouTube is can. streaming 4K. Yeah, I think yeah, a lot of them call checked, for you but... actually hooking it up to Ethernet, but who's going to do that? Yeah, whose TV is hooked I... up to Ethernet? Yeah, exactly. Mine. Yours, <laughs> only one person. Okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> Probably more people than I realize. Only because my brother-in-law happened to be in the field of like networking and like his day daily job is running cables for like businesses, so he's got all the equipment and tools to run cables through walls oh, dude, and, and everything. Where was yeah. he on 4th so, of July? <laughs> Georgia. So God. yeah, new, new rental. And I was like, Oh, Hey, Steve, can you come over and get in my attic to, to run all these cables? So my whole house has network drops. That's it's great. great. Honestly, dude, <laughs> it's yeah, amazing. I would love to have that. Cause I honestly, I it's would so really nice. like to have like Wi-Fi to my TV and, and um, really, I guess that's it. <laughs> That it's it's nice. great because the only thing that Wi-Fi is going to are like tablets, phones, handheld stuff. But all the big things, all the computers, all the TVs, all the consoles are hardlined. Yeah. And it's like you can't it used you can't to be like it. that. Like when I had an apartment and everything was real close together, it was like that. And then I also I, I rented a house before that, that before we bought this one. And when I rented that house, we just I ran cable on the outside of the house because it was a rental. And I remember just using like a concrete drill <laughs> drill bit to go through the <laughs> block wall. I repaired it very well. Like, yeah. honestly, I really yeah. did. But um, yeah, we just ran the cable outside and I ran Ethernet and DisplayPort to my TV. It was awesome. 
Nice. It was also horrible. I think we're talking about a video <laughs> game here, though. We're not talking oh, are about we? okay. re ruining rentals. Are you sure about that? <laughs> oh, we're not. We're not giving tips on how to lose your deposit. I got my full deposit back. I'm telling you, I did a. The house was in better shape when I left it, and I'm not even joking. But I was so there for good. a long time. Uh, anyway, yeah. I made this really nice uh, paper towel holder underneath of the. I think that's really what hooked them in. Made a paper towel holder, kept it underneath the cabinets. Well, well, using using our our rental properties as a segue, why don't we talk about uh, Kratos's? <laughs> no, I was going to say Kratos's uh, new digs. Or yeah, you wanted to go with the sound quality well, first. <laughs> I mean, the sound you like the sound quality was good, right? Not sound. Mean, yeah, that was great. Okay, cool. It, it was it was that was great. <laughs> The sound quality. You know, I guess you can kind of lump voice acting in with that a little bit too, maybe. Yeah, I mean um, the 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 sound was good. The the voice acting was really good. Yeah. The sound quality. Why, why I gave it uh, a slightly higher score. I mean, I don't know why you gave it a nine, but it's a weird <laughs> thing. It's a weird. I'll tell. I have a reason. So I don't, I don't fuck around you know, with these nines. I I keep talking about in, in these podcasts like atmosphere and and all that, and I think uh, proper sound can enhance that so there's yeah. a lot of different worlds that we visit in this game and a lot of different uh ecosystems that we we visit so you know you'll go into a very foresty area very wooded area and you can hear the crickets and birds chirping and stuff like that so there's a lot of background noise but it it amplifies the experience you're playing that that's what gets it to that 10 for me and it's all done very well. The voice acting was done very well. All the music and and animation, not animations, but all the the mechanical the sounds, sound like the, yeah. the weapons and stuff like the that. Chains. They're, they're all they're yeah. all great. Yeah, yeah. So I I really liked it. Yeah. So okay, so I give the voice nine? acting a ten out of ten. I think everybody in it would played a, a great character, but the nine was just this is a weird thing. I had it docked for the majority of my playtime on the Steam Deck, and just randomly it would cut out the sound. And I think it might be an, an issue limitation or something with the dock, but I docked gotcha. a point for that. It was just, yeah, it was not, it wasn't game breaking. Like it wasn't enough at all for me to really care, but it did happen. And that's, I don't know. I don't think it happens in any other games. So I don't know mm -hmm. really if it's something to specifically with God of I mean, War or maybe the high a, amount of, it's a chunky game, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so I mean, it's a the, big game. So is the other game, which we shall not name death stranding. And that didn't have audio issues. So I don't know. Yeah, that's true. All right. So do you want to kind of, I, I mean, I guess we can kind of get into it. I have quite a few notes here. I, we can kind of go over them if you want to, and you can kind of add in. Do you want to, how do you want to do this? Yeah, segment? your your notes are a bit more extensive than mine. I think I was enjoying the playthrough more than the note taking on this go through. You had, I uh, so we communicated a little bit through our playtime for anyone listening. I played in a lot of smaller segments, whereas Alec kind of mm -hmm. played it in larger sit down segments, I think. Right. So I think my notes, like I would play for a little while and then I would like, you know, log off or whatever. And then I would kind of reflect on it and then put a note in. There were some segments where I had a longer period of play and I had a hard time coming up with notes because there was just so much stuff happening. Yeah. I think my average play time, like sit down time was maybe five hours. So that was like an average. So I had yeah. some that were a little lower, but some that went to like eight. Yeah. There were days you know, where I, I would sit down to play it. And then like my wife would be like, Hey, I'm coming home from work. What's for dinner. And I would just like get to yeah. the Sony screen. So yeah. 
Okay, well, it kind of starts out. You said you were talking about the new digs. You know, Kratos is a place. Definitely seems like he's it, he's got a lot going on. <laughs> got a new kid. He's got a kid. Yeah, I knew that going very much going into the game because all of the advertising, the the cover of the game, he's got a kid. He's older now, and he seems to be very angry, kind of rude. Yeah, and you know, I I couldn't figure out because you you come into this with how I took it was and it, well I took it because of the video that I watched for like the background stuff kind of led me to this is you're coming into this game with everything in Kratos's past as either not being 100% known or more right. of like rumors or legend like his son doesn't know what he is right, right. at the start of this game so which is kind of cool too because it also doesn't expect the player to know either because they right. definitely revitalized the series a lot with this or revamped I don't know kind of it's kind of like a what do they call that when they do that like a reboot yep thank you I had every other word that started with re <laughs> <laughs> reboot yeah so yeah they kind of rebooted the series a little bit and it was kind of cool as a player because you know a lot of people coming into it now don't know the background story it's extensive it's a lot yeah and they they lead into it without you needing to know that and then they do it i thought a pretty yeah. good job kind of giving you feeding you that information without it being every detail yeah it they, they're definitely playing it as if it is kind of how i was kind of going at it was because Artreus's son seemed to like have an inkling of stuff or like know that he's not giving him all the information. I kind of took it as like the the mother was maybe like would tell him bedtime stories or something. So it was like oh yeah, maybe like stuff of legend or things that were like maybe exaggerated, you know, but you're not really yeah. sure. So that's kind of oh, so how like, I kind of like had it in my head. Yeah, I mean, he didn't seem like shocked that the guy cut down a tree and then carried it on a, a whole tree on his shoulder. He didn't seem very shocked about that. So he'd obviously seen some pretty substantial feats of strength and whatnot from his dad. But what would he compare it to? Oh, yeah, because they kind of grew up in solitude. Yeah, him. it'd be himself. Himself, right? so, yeah. And I don't know. And, and you know, think, think, about, think about, you know, in, in your childhood, you look up to your parents and they, it's just like, you're in awe of the things they can do right you think right. think about the first time you tried to like arm wrestle your dad or something right I like him. i was three years old and i whooped him <laughs> you know and i, I haven't I lost since come I, at me i i remember that and it's just this you know this 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 immovable arm and it's yeah. like, how could you possibly be as strong as you are, right? So, from yeah. from the eyes of a of a kid, this from Artreus is like, yeah, he's because he is, you know, the the at such a level in my eyes. Yes, of course he could chop down a tree, right? Right. I guess that's, yeah. why wouldn't he be able to? Sure. Yeah, that's a good. I didn't think of that, but I don't. I don't think of stuff like that. I guess. <laughs> like I said, I was stronger than anybody I've ever met. So. <laughs> <laughs> look speaking out of, look out <laughs> speaking of beating people up uh the stranger fight man that's kind of the first real Oof. introduction to the kind of how cinematic and crazy this game was man did to me that was where i i think i automatically was like yeah this is gonna be a 10 out of 10 just yeah. from that alone i had so much confidence with this game i have done that fight uh one two four times Wow. So I, did I, I, tr I tried playing it before we did the podcast. I tried playing it on my PC and my PC couldn't run it. I then played it on the PS4 
And then spoilers, because we're going to talk about this later. I got a Steam Deck and tried playing it on there. I've so I've, pl- I've played through. I've played through this this Stranger Fight four times. Yeah, and it was amazing every time. That's good. I'm glad that it just, dude. I feel like if you gave someone the controller and just let them play that portion of the game, that that would sell a console for so many people. Mm-hmm. If you if you said like this is what video games are, even if you're not a gamer, I think like that you'd be like, oh yeah, this is a little bit better than a movie. I really liked how you kind of come into it you know you're you're getting pounded into the ground by this stranger and the mechanics of the fight weren't super complicated right but they were just challenging enough to like kind of poise you to work on later mechanics parrying blocking all that stuff yeah and it was kind of like a a fighting tutorial almost without it being a direct without it being somebody showing exactly you how to use an axe yeah uh yeah dude and i hate that in games i'll say that's you were in uh what you like you like assassin's creed and i hate tutorials so those are our, yeah. those are our facts of those are our pillars of strength <laughs> it w- i agree it was good to teach you kind of teach you that and then also it really showed you like you didn't feel weak in it but you also didn't feel like a god of war and i i think that was cool as a starting point for a character that mm-hmm. you know is crazy just mm-hmm. crazy you know uh crazy strong crazy maybe even a little bit immortal maybe kind of a god of war but yeah. it was a good it was like a good you felt i don't know man you just really felt like the hits you felt the everything that was happening felt so like you were in control of it this is something else that sony does really well they incorporate the technology in their controllers yeah. so i think that heavy hit that you're feeling it kind of you're you're literally feeling it in your hand yeah with, when with you, how that vibration the, goes through. yeah that the vibration feedback i don't know i know there's haptic triggers on the newer dual sense controllers so the mm-hmm. controllers become harder to pull the trigger if the game wants them to be Ooh, interesting um, but Xbox controllers actually have vibration motors in the triggers, which is very, str- I did not know that until I figured it out for some reason. I can't remember specifically huh. why. Oh, cause I, I, it doesn't matter, but yeah, there's Race, actually a racing vibration. game. Maybe that is, I mean, it, I think it is for that, but I, the reason I figured out why I'm not even going to get into it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's so, yeah, there's a lot. I think you really do feel a lot when you're playing these games and it, it is thanks to the vibration, but also just the way that it all, you know, the way the game plays out. You know, you have the intensity of the moment. Things, the quick time things where it tells you to push circle and all that stuff. That's a big staple of the God of War series going all the way mm-hmm. back. But they toned it down and made it a lot more meaningful. I, I'm not sure, but I've heard, I, I think that they invented the quick time thing where you have to like spam circle, spam triangle, right? you know, hit these buttons in the order. I think that they maybe invented that or, you know, really made it a huge part of the series, but they wanted to, I read that they wanted to dial it way back, uh, the, you know, the reboot. Right. Yeah. Cause the, the, that did show up in a couple places, but it, it wasn't, it, I never got the feeling of like, oh, Hey, we're doing this again. Or yeah. it, it didn't get overplayed. I was pretty excited about the God of War game. So I went and played a little bit of the PS2 one, the original. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more of that. Like there's fights where if you don't hit the button sequence, when it pops up on the screen and you mess it up, the fight restarts. Oh, wow. So I'm glad that they got rid of that because if you mess it, like it's basically Simon says, it feels cheesy after a while. Yeah. So it has no place in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about getting that 
uh, Ghost of Tanashi Tashimi, whatever however you say that. That one's got a bunch of those quick times. Yeah, That's and a weird. lot of those like yeah. it's got a bunch. But anyway, yeah. So I know Kratos is old. That was like a big thing with the game. He looks aged. He can age. Uh, I my first impressions of him, I just thought he was a super rude man. Like I don't have a kid, but I wouldn't talk to my kid like that. I don't think. You know, I do you talk I, to your kid like that, boy? All all the time. Now is not the time for talking. I was trying to figure out, and you, you know, there's tons of like speculation videos and and all that, and I have not looked at any info on ragnarok so i don't know if it gets explained i don't want to either so i I was real confused i don't i i was there was part of it where it felt like he hasn't been around artreus at all and he maybe came back because the mother had died through the story i think they had been living to you know together the whole time and maybe he's in such a funk because his wife had just passed away for what the is what number three i think oh two i can't remember I feel at he's least, lost his family two. multiple times. Yeah. So, you know, I I wasn't sure if it was a he's just very upset because, you know, other versions of cinema have done this where it's like a, pa- a parent dies and then the remaining one will start to resent the child or children because it's like a reminder of the person they lost. Right. Right. So I think it could be something like that. Maybe thinking about the story. So he's like, you know, it's, it's not, he's not my son. He's just the boy that I now have to deal with. Yeah. Because I think what's her name? Faye is no longer there. I, I just, I really don't get the impression that he was ever like a happy father or person. Probably not. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought that, you know, I I remember thinking like kind of mean, (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. He yeah. he they very I mean let's let's not mince words. It was very, you know, uh verbally abusive. It was the, he never says his name. He's always boy. Any anything the boy does is done wrong, right? Yeah, so yeah. not a he's great a real <laughs> he's a real hard He's a real jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, it was it was yeah, he was very very rude, very rude. Yeah. So the game opens up more and then you go, you know, there's the, I thought the turtle fortress thing was pretty cool. Freya's house, how it was a giant walking yes. turtle. That was cool. It was yes. very naturey. That was really know, cool. I don't know how practical it was, but yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought that was neat. I don't know. It was very original, I guess. Um, you know, I wanted to do some little some research on some like Norse mythology and kind of see what they were pulling from. If she actually was a, t- a turtle walker, yeah, or, you know, or or if or if Freya was, you know, was she the goddess of what? Right? Was it nature, or you know, just kind of I find out she was what like they were love, from. goddess of love, possibly and, and something? Yeah, I think I did. Look I'm, that I'm not up. sure. Freya, goddess, uh, love, beauty, fertility, sex, war, gold, and another thing that doesn't. I don't even know what it. It's not in my language. It's in Norse. <laughs> a type of magic practiced by Norse society. That doesn't sound real to me. Yeah. But yeah, that was cool. And then you kind of get into the serpent area. So when you first hit that area, what what was, did you explore? What did you kind of do? When you uh, yeah, I, tr- I tried exploring a little bit. Um, yeah. I wasn't as pressed for time as some of our other games that we're covering on the on the podcast. So I was trying to explore when I could. And when right. I first got in, when it opened up into that little world tree area, it was I, I tried going and exploring a bit. I, I, I didn't do a ton of exploring, 
I found a rift or, or something and I put yeah, my hand in and then got obliterated by some enemy. Same. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I think my indication to move on with the story. I did a, some of the yep. side quests when I first got there, there was like the random ghost that you would talk to and they would ask you to find a couple things. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but then I think when I, when I got sundered by a rift, that was when I knew <laughs> I, I was just like, okay, maybe I could, maybe this is something I need to come back to later on mm-hmm. and maybe I'll get more talents or, you know, upgrades or something like that. And then, yeah. So, yeah. And I, I level progression didn't seem like it was super fast. No, I think the weapons had five levels a piece. And then by yeah. the end of the game, you haven't even unlocked all of the levels for yeah, it was, the weapons. It was really spread out. It, there, I mean, I've been on a lot of games where it's like, oh, you know, you get, you're getting a level like every couple minutes and you, you end up with these like, I mean, hell, on Death Stranding going back for a little bit, you know, my Porter level was like 300 or something. It was crazy, yeah. right? So I, I, I liked how they did this one where it was it was meaningful when well you, i noticed a lot of upgraded the, something it felt like there was two ways that they gated the leveling up in this game one it was through experience which you didn't gain nearly as much unless you defeated like a storyline segment with a boss or something right then you would get this giant chunk of experience and get to upgrade a bunch of things and then there were also materials and some of them were so rare that you would only get them from major story events so you couldn't upgrade the weapon until you got that and then you couldn't level up the skills until you got to a certain point too there was the potential for some grinding but it was minuscule experience Mm -hmm. for just if you grind try to grind it which i think is good because then the game has the feeling of a natural progression but it's also gated in a way that you're not going to ruin the game for yourself there's always going to unless you're a true god of war IRL, there's always going to be a little bit of challenge there for you. Yeah. I mean, when when I finally got credits rolling and then we got back to the World Tree area at the very end of the game, I got a, a insane amount of XP yeah. from that. And I, I think I sat there for like a couple minutes upgrading everything. Because I basically like kind of just gave you enough to just say, here you go. Right. Go, you know, here's the rest of the game. And you could <laughs> go and up, do son. Yeah, pretty much. So it was nice because I, I just it, it made the choices in how you level up and what talents you choose and how you who you upgrade first. Do you start with Atreus or do you start with Kratos? Do you want his axe yeah. or his blades, whatever? It was very meaningful on which yeah. you chose. So I really like that. Did you I want to ask. Uh, so I'm kind of going off of like a little bit of story progression as well. But the the did you level up the kid first or did you level up Kratos more? Do you think like initially? I guess I I found myself putting points into the the boy more than yeah. I think it was like I felt like you got more for leveling him up. Yeah, I think I think I started with Kratos. Uh, yeah, naturally, and then yeah, and then I started using Square more to like hit do the arrows. Yeah, and then I think I read some of the talents that he gets later on. I was like, oh well, that's really cool. And it would be really helpful because I think he starts like stunning people and he like calls on allies of his own, like a wolf spirit or something. So yeah, what the, animal our traces build we're talking about it. Did you, I mean, I you, was, there were different animals he could acquire. I think it was wolf. I did the I wolves. Had. I tried the ravens for a while and the boar as well, but I ended up ultimately going back to the wolves because they seemed to be the most effective. Yeah. So I, I found a, a lot of value in having him upgraded. He yeah. was, extremely helpful 
dude he i almost feel like he did he was too good you know yeah. and i like i felt like he like there were some fights where okay the travelers with the shield on their back and yes. you can't attack them unless you're directly facing them so there was some fights where you couldn't really do anything unless you got mm -hmm. in the right position but the kid could just sit there and hit arrow after arrow yeah. if you wanted to be that cheap about it yeah so, i and i i mean hey if it's there use it right you know i use that a ton i know dude, to, i did to too, break enemies out there as a blocking yeah which air which arrows did you use more for the kid the boy um outside of the puzzles it was whatever it had defaulted on okay, i don't think so i the sat blue through ones had more of a stun and the other ones bounced between enemies uh, so if you had a lot yeah i don't there was a benefit I, to switching i got you i don't think i switched it intentionally unless i was doing a puzzle a puzzle yeah so there are some enemies that are much more affected which, by stun which attacks. one well i've got to say the puzzles in this game i were great they were like a sweet but spot they weren't annoying they but, were yeah yeah i liked that too they there was they were like a nice little bit of a break but it wasn't i used to play like a lot of legacy of Kane games when i was a mm -hmm. kid also playstation playstation 2 and some of the puzzles in them would take like like an hour i guess i don't know maybe maybe not but they would just take a they were a huge part of the game and it would just for me like i want the combat but puzzles can be in there because it breaks it up so you're not just non-stop mm -hmm. But yeah, I agree. Uh, the they weren't were they weren't overly complicated. They, it was it was a sweet spot of kind of having to think outside the box a little bit. But then it came down into using your sometimes your combat mechanics, right? With to the throwing achieve the, axe, the, the freeze and throwing stuff. the axe, yeah, yeah like like all yeah, that. You had so yes, I I really liked it. Yeah, there there was one. I don't know if uh, you know those certain chests where they had like three runes on the front yep. and you had to go like interact Hunt with certain things. Yeah. There was one, it was pretty early in the game. I think it was right after you left the witch's hut for the first time and you got above land or above ground rather. Um, there was there was these pillars that I think you had to break. And if you took too long, they like reformed or something. But one was really far away. Yeah. I can't describe it any more than that because I can't remember where it was in the game. But essentially, I ended up having to arc the axe really high in the air to let it go and drop right. down. Yeah. So I threw it and just started moving away quickly. It happened to hit. I, I, I tried it a couple of times. It hit and I was able to do it. But my, my wife and I sat there and tried doing it with like throwing the axe, sprinting a bit and throwing again, throwing again. It was it was so hard. I wonder if there was an easier way to beat that. And maybe you didn't realize it. Maybe. Yeah, there, we, we did. She looked up a YouTube video and I think the guy that beat it on there, he did a combination of sprinting. Yeah. And, and doing it. But I... I'm not great when it comes to aiming with controllers quickly. Fair. You know, I can do broad strokes and stuff, but there was some of those quick aims, you know, you, you have a very small window of, uh, of leeway yeah. that if you mess up, you just miss. And I would miss so often. So I, that, having that arc to give me a couple extra seconds was perfect. Yeah. Anyway, um, on the subject of puzzles, I did notice that in, in, from my experience when you're doing these puzzles say there's three objectives to unlock a chest i thought this was really cool there was always like one that was very obvious to get you interested in it you know the yeah. first one's free drug dealer yep. kind of thing <laughs> and then the second one is kind of off like you you see it in a natural way but it's not obvious at all you know there's like a little bit of and then the third one you actually kind of have to dig in and search for it yep and it's yep. like Thank God, because I'm now engaged with these puzzles a little bit, and I want to find it because I'm already 
two thirds of the way there. I have to find a third one. Right. Uh, and that's great, man. Cause that's the way I'm not, I don't really play games to hundred percent them, but shit like that makes me want to, to get the extra yeah. experience or the extra puzzle done to see what's in that box. I can definitely see myself going back to this game there you finish the game and there's two other realms you have not visited at all i know dude i know which like, is crazy I wish, I, I wish that i was and a kid when i played this game because that's and when it's I not played. locked behind a dlc right thank you, know you what, Sony. Though? one thing i think the new game plus on this came out as a free uh up like a patch to the game later on to give people oh. a little bit more, which is awesome too, because then yeah, you yeah. do these these extra realms, you you hundred percent the game, and then they turn it up a little bit, and you can play it, you know, hard mode with all yeah, your I stuff that you've earned. The the two that were left, I can't remember the names, but I think the dwarf, the dwarf twins, I think they were wanting me to go into them for a yeah. side quest, and I kind of ignored it. Um, but it, it was amazing. It's just that the concept of like, oh, we're we're getting a game, we we've paid yeah. for it, and <laughs> wink wink. And, <laughs> but, but it, it gave us more than what we needed yeah. to play the game for free, effect, essentially. Right. So right. I, I, I love that. I love that. You don't always have to have a DLC. Well, that's God, man, that's a whole other, we could make an entire podcast about how we feel about DLC in general. Game shark, hidden Easter eggs, like meaningful <laughs> Easter eggs. Right. Just, I, uh, anyway. <laughs> another thing another thing i think the game did really well so again this is piggybacking off of the puzzles thing there was one part where i opened a chest and it gave me a new runic ability i think for one of the weapons and you get it and i open the menu and i'm looking at it like to see what it does and i was like oh okay that i don't know that might be useful let me equip it right now and i'll see you know on the next fight whether it's going to be good so i equip it i close out of the menu and then two monsters spawn that are pretty weak like i know i'm not going to lose the fight to them but it's like you know that they put that in there to give you a free way to test out that new runic ability you just got oh and it's like yeah now i can see it in action and i can see yeah. if it's really the right one for me and that's pretty awesome because it encourages that's you fantastic I know, dude, it's like just little stuff. Because like I didn't, that. I it, didn't see that, but that's amazing. And it's not like you get this ability and somebody comes like you know you got fucking hey listen like in your ear telling <laughs> you like you can try this out you know or go to your home base and practice on a target dummy like they just do it right there and it's it's low stakes you're not gonna die. It's like a better equivalent to you remember in. Um, other games do this, but in Heroes of the Storm, when you would like look at how abilities work and they would have a little animation of somebody else playing the game and using that ability. There was a little bit of that in this game, too. Yeah, th there was. Yeah. There was in, yeah. in some of those menus. But it's like, here's a real world, like, you Scenario. can be the person doing it. Do it, yeah. That's so cool. That's such I a thought, cool idea. I really, yeah, man, I loved it. I, I just, you know, I was trying, when I try to look at these games, I always kind of try to look at like what they're doing that sets it apart from another company or another game. And that was one of them. Another thing just with this, the secondary, I think Sony likes secondary characters. Cause I know, I think horizon zero dawn maybe has like a, a, a boy or a girl in it. I don't even know, but I, um, the boys exposition, they found a way to naturally tell you at what point in the game you were you would finish something and the kid would be like uh you know like we can 
we can explore now if you want or he wouldn't he didn't say it in such an obvious way but he would be like hey you know i think we could maybe look around a little bit why we're not really in a rush nothing's happening and it sounded like something a kid would actually say i yeah. know the the whole the the big news drops and atreus finds out he's a he is in fact a god as well right and he says and it, again, this is the perfect, like, this is a very realistic response to that. He's like, you know, we could go up the mountain and keep doing what we're doing. And he's like, or we could really do anything you want. We're gods. Like, we, no one can tell us what to do. And it's yeah. another way to tell you you're at a point in the story where it's okay to explore a little bit. You're back on the giant serpent air, Midgard. Midgard, is that what it's called? Yeah. The Lake of yeah. Nines, I think. Yeah, that's in Midgard. You get to yeah, you get to that area, and they're telling you like it's a good idea. You can explore if you want, but there's nobody telling you do some side quests, explore a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Just the the game did a really good job giving you information. This is huge for me with a game giving you the info without shoving it in your ear. Yeah, I uh, he he would also if he had just finished. I, this is how I experienced it, but if he was just finishing, like, oh hey. I think it's this way, and it's Artreus kind of directing in, in that in that yeah yeah in that in that direction. But I decided to go, and I think I saw a different path, so I went down there. And he's like, "Well, I guess we could do that instead." Like really yeah, sarcastic. Yeah. So yes, good. yeah. And then Mimir with the head would say stuff too. I also like oh, so man. yeah, like him telling you like behind you. Or yeah. another thing, just if we're gonna talk about him, I don't think I even had anything with him in my notes. That character was ten out of ten. That was a great character. Mimir was amazing. It was so amazing good. way to give you because he's the knowledge guy. So he's giving yeah. this story of you know the lore of this game, and you know the main character is an inch away from being a silent protagonist, right? But the boy <laughs> yeah. wants to talk. So this guy is talking, and he's in the majority of the game. So good. I can't tell you how many games I will uh, uh, Bioshock. They had those recordings and stuff to give you extra lore and information. Couldn't care less. Just Most of it, head, I yeah. skipped. Yeah. Most of it, like, yeah, uh, dude. The, 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 the conversation between Artreus and Mamir yeah. was top notch. I found myself when we were in the boat on the Lake of Nine, they would have conversations to each other, and Mamir would be telling Artreus stories. Yeah, exactly. I would want, I, I kept park the boat and listen. I would just leave it, I would just stay in the boat and just let yeah. him, let him finish the scene. It was yeah. so good. So and good. then they would he would also talk a little bit when you're running through the realms to teleport. Mm -hmm. So that was a really cool. I know you're a big fan of when a game doesn't give you like a like a hard load screen. Mm -hmm. So that was a load screen. You're just running endlessly in there. I don't know if you realize that, but that is the game loading and it gives you the opportunity to run through. If you stand there and wait and don't even run, the door just appears right in front of you when the game is done loading the next segment oh interesting i just i would always just run yeah no i would too but yeah you're also yeah. listening to you know mamir talking about something mm -hmm. very well done i'm glad that you even mentioned that at all because i don't again i don't think that was in my notes but that was some some of my favorite interaction well was after after artreus found out he was potentially a god and he was so sassy and like a completely different kid all of it's gone to his head in an instant and he would make Hate comments and stuff. And then Hate Mimir would be like, Mimir would be like, we're just going to let that slide. All right. Yeah. Like, cause he, cause Arterius would say something so terrible based on who he is as a person. 
you know, he he was like insulting his mother. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. She, I forget what it was, but it was like basically if she was, if she wouldn't have died if she was any better. It was like, dude, yeah. come on. Didn't he? I, didn't oh. Amir even at some point say something like, "You're gonna, like, you're gonna have to do something about him the way he's like." He kind of like told Kratos, "Like, you need to be yeah. a parent about that." Why did you speak to the dwarf like that? Aren't you sick of hearing about him and his brother? Of course. But it serves nothing to make an enemy of him. He should know the truth, even if it hurts. It was needless and unkind. Truth is more important than kindness. Your mother would disagree. She wasn't a god. Yeah, I know, which... Dude, I, lo- as, I thought that character was going to be in... a piece of shit. Mamir, I yeah. thought he was going to kind of be, like, not a good character, but man in the way it was implemented was so good just having a head on on your belt at all times (laughs) that can talk it was it was really good you know that's that's one of the things like that his reaction our traces reaction to finding out this 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 life-changing information yeah how he handled it makes me worry about like my own kids and all that like it's I mean, different different circumstances, of sure, course. This is yeah. a, a fantasy game and all that, but it's like you, that was clearly a failure in parenting. Yeah, he right? should have smacked him. Not necessarily smack him, but sure. you know, in <laughs> in in the in in the in the raising of this kid, like it's it's about you know responsibility and and knowing where your place is and all that right. and and teaching those values up front clearly those weren't done and those weren't there you know if they were it was from his mother and there yeah. was clearly some some lack in that kids yeah. upbringing do you i this is a very weird has nothing to do with the game question but or maybe it does i don't know do you think that if he would have told him from the start he was a god, it would have been a better outcome? Or do you think it, what he did kind of withholding that information was good? You're a parent. <laughs> yeah. I Have you told your son yet? Yeah, we just talked about it. <laughs> All right, well, um, he's of age. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I definitely think, you know, something I've tried doing with with my kids or you know, with, with my oldest and that I will do with my youngest Boy. I try to talk. I try to talk with them more. Yeah, you know where if if <laughs> more, he, more than he'll, Kratos, he'll, yeah, he'll he'll do something, and then I I think about like oh if I had done that at his age, what my consequences would have been, and if that would have been effective, or I don't and, know. It's and a not, weird not question, it's, uh, but not if it's been effective. But you know, I I have some issues with how things were handled in my household early on. Which you don't know better until later on. I, so yeah, I'm trying to talk with him more. It's like, okay, you had this that's reaction. Yeah, I think that's. I'm not going to react poorly. I'm going to let's 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 talk through what happened. Yeah. Right. Let's try to understand where you were coming from and all that. There is an age limit to this, right? I can't tell. You know, I can't talk to my nine month old. What's what's up, dude? Right. So there 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 are some issues there. But but I think if if Christos would have talked with his son and and raised what his background was into him from the beginning i think that would have been a much different reaction right 
I, I, I figured that too. I mean, I don't think being a semi-silent protagonist is really good for anybody, but yeah. <laughs> I think there could be a correlation between, okay, it's, it's godhood. You have a power to do things that people can't do. You have a dangerous ability and or gift. Yeah. Teaching that responsibly is very important. Similar to, I would assume, I don't have these, but if you were in it, like guns, for example, I right? For, gonna, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, you you you're a hunting family and whatever, you have to you have to teach your children gun, gun safety, safety and yeah, all that stuff, right? Absolutely. So you have you have a dangerous thing. You right? have the Let's ability to kill it's somebody. A, you have you have the ability to cause lethal harm. Yeah. And you need to instill the importance of those of those things, yeah. right? Yeah. I think that there could be a good correlation between what he's dealing with like a fantasy version right of that versus the real world application of like guns and gun a, safety he had a bow that shoots arrows of electricity yeah it's yeah. technically a gun <laughs> it's an analog gun there you go okay. so no i think i think there are definitely some parallels there so you know i i, I think early if, if they brought it early on i think that reaction would have been much much different yeah okay i was just curious i don't know that was like an off just off of the shoulder thought that i had did you kill? Did you you kill? There's a storyline dragon you kill, right? The yeah. the one in the in the cave. Yeah, it's how you get the electric yeah. arrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cinematic as fuck. It's really. I feel like that's what the old God of War games were like. Kind of just absurd. That fight was kind of hard and really fun. Yeah, and very cinematic. Like the ending area. There's like the quick time mixed in with you know. Yeah, I had I had real trouble with the 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 first phase of the fight underground when we were still on the elevator okay that part was tricky for me yeah uh, i think I, I think i died a few times there uh but once we got outside outdoors and they did like a phase two which mind you and and i this i thought was really cool the fight was it was a boss fight broken into phases yes but there was cutscenes in between to so you them. Yeah, like you, you had your phase, he's attacking you, or you're on this like lift in a cave, right? And you basically fight him off, he goes away. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then you continue moving through the cave and, and all that stuff. And then, oh, hey, the dragon's back. And then you have yeah. to fight him again later on. And then it's a whole different set of phases. And he's really so, PO'd. Yeah, but I, I like that it, they didn't take that, you know, 10 minute fight. And two and then, into, into one big chunk, it was like a three minute and a five minute. And then maybe a, I think there was another phase at the very end of that, but they broke it up really, really nicely. There was even a little bit of phasing going on with like the, the two Grendel fight when you go into Helheim and there, wait, no, there was a fight where you fight two Grendels and there's, and, and also in Helheim, there's a little bit of phasing with that. I specifically remember in Helheim, the boss that was there you fight him and then if you get him to like a certain point and then die his health gets a little smaller just to make you able to get through it if you're struggling enough was it the troll that was like teleporting yeah yeah yes i like that fight i have the note about the two grendels that was in the area uh what is it what's a what's a grendel again I think they're like the giant version of a troll. They have like a big pylon that they carry, but there was like an ice and a fire one. I yeah yeah, and I you like had that to fight because you had to, different elements. Yeah, I like that shit. Yeah, yeah. Which um, <laughs> I really liked that and how they queued it up in the game. It was more of like an aura. It was like red or blue. It, yeah. So you kind of ha- it, the game told you, but it was it was seamless. It was natural on how they explained how the 
the fight worked. Yeah, there were times, well, I mean, you get the, the second weapon because you're going to an area where the first weapon you have isn't going to work, which was a good reason for him to do that because the stakes were high. He needed to go in there to help the boy. Those chains are not good. Like, they're a great weapon, but they represent bad things for him. It was essentially right, right. like slave chains. He was enslaved. That's why he had them on. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I th- it was... Man, it's a complicated story, but if I remember correctly, he has those weapons because he is the god of war, and he had like sworn to to fight for the original god of war, and those were the weapons he was provided. And it's like, right, that's why he has the scars on his arms from wearing them. Yep. But I guess that's kind of yeah, that's that's old shit. But I liked how there were fights where you had to switch it up, and then there were even fights later on where you had to switch the weapon in between. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then just piggybacking a little bit off of the combat and the weapon changing. I had a favorite weapon initially, and then my favorite weapon turned into the chains. And then later on in the game, my favorite weapon became the process of utilizing all of them. You could like run up, throw the axe, hit somebody, freeze them, punch someone in the face, keep going, whip out the chains, do, you know, retrieve your yeah. axe. It was just, I don't know, man. It all felt so good to me. They're, yeah, they're, they, they, and and how you described it right it it if you wanted to it wasn't clunky it was yeah. very seamless it was very easy to do easy easy in the sense of like you know the controls are in such a way that switching between stuff isn't a big hassle there's no like menu it's you know as simple as like hitting a directional pad and you and you kind of go around it what was your favorite tactic of fighting overall i guess i would ask did you have a favorite weapon? I did. I did play on easy because yes. I thought I wasn't going to have enough time to play. I ended up having enough time to play. So I think I favored the axe because it felt the hits felt heavier. You know, they felt okay. like mo- like more oomph and power behind them. But I did. I did switch between when it was appropriate. I think I like the axe. I like the aesthetic of the axe. Yeah, a lot more, you know, because because I'm coming into this game fresh without the previous things. The right. Blades of Chaos didn't really have any any sentimental value to me at all. So the fir- the majority of the game, I had already gotten accustomed to the axe, so I just continued using it. But so I think I, I bet you that. felt pretty fucking cool when you got them, right? That oh scene yeah, it was where a, he went home and got really them. Nice. You were like. Like you knew yeah. there was a significance. They were there was a lot of weight to that whole and scene. On, only because of the YouTube video with the explanations of the yeah. previous games, the shots with Athena, like in the boat and in the doorway of the house. Yeah. You, even not knowing it, you, again going off of like the idea of maybe these everything in in Kratos's past was maybe like rumor or folklore or whatever. Seeing these yeah. things is kind of putting when you when you have these version eyes of this game of like, well, maybe there was something else going on. So the game does a really nice job hinting at the previous material without saying like, oh, yep, this is X, Y, Z. Right. I feel like they did a really good job with that, too. And then you don't really understand if you're coming into the game right there. You don't know what the chains represent at all. You have right. no idea. But you know that he doesn't want them. He doesn't want to use them. He doesn't really like that he has them. You really get that sense of that when he goes and gets them again. And then when you see him take off, when you see him take off the the arm guard things and you see that his arms just permanently have a scar there from wearing them, 
you yeah. kind of get the sense that like there's something really but they don't really explain it to you and i think that's okay yeah maybe it'll make you more curious and you'll buy the fucking remaster or something <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know that was really good my favorite weapon was very initially was barehanded man it just felt so really like, you felt it's like you were saying man you feel the hits you're putting in Mm -hmm. The shield slam was great, and I loved the parrying mechanic, how there was, you could parry, but then there was timed parries where it was even more effective if you were better at it. Mm -hmm. There was like a window where you could counter attack. Uh... And there were, I remember like before I got the chains and I really, you know, experienced all of the weapons at the same time, I would like throw the axe into the fight and then you could run up and like sh just do like a haymaker punch on somebody and yeah. either put them in stun mode almost instantly or just a sh I, I don't I feel like you could just kill him you know yeah it was yeah. it was really powerful and the stun part of the early portion of the game was really effective too because you could get them in the r3 where you would like do the finisher yeah. move very mm -hmm. quickly yeah so that was pretty cool I like the the, I really the r3 like the, <laughs> the r3 mechanic the the, the the r3 animations yeah were really nice I wish there was some variation I agree between with that. the different yeah. kinds like there was only like three or four there was a couple weird ones well there was one yeah weird one where you there was like one where he spears a guy and he just like runs forever and he'll be like running at the edge of a cliff running in place did you ever experience that it was kind of no. a limitation i guess of the environment I, but i think what were like the basic enemies they they said the name of and i can't remember like or the, something were they the, the, yeah the, the drogger those i rarely used r3 on i think because they sometimes. died so easy yeah yeah they it was it was the animation took longer than if you would just hit them one more time yeah so i, I usually didn't do those i think but you get a troll, little bit of invincibility when you use that though you can't be damaged uh, by it, which is kind of cool yeah i the i wish there was some variation on the the trolls that have the big pillars because it's always you you hit them up you mess with their their horns you pull them down and then slam the pillar on top of them it was yeah. that over and over and over and again the boy and be then, like, i think you got it yeah right. i just i wish there was there was like i don't know give, give me give me two for each kind of big enemy and yeah. then you can i don't know randomize it did you My have a favorite, favorite one there we go i think you and i have the same favorite it's maybe the, the werewolf ones that one was they, he like grabs their bottom jaw and like peels their front half like a fucking banana. It was so brutal. My brutal. son, my eight, my my seven year old son was in the room during that, God, and I was like, dude. "Oh, buddy, you might want to leave the room for a little bit, bud." We're not getting a dog. <laughs> oh, 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 it was so brutal, but it was so amazing. I I played on normal difficulty. And there was the trolls. Those are like the semi, like the medium large guys. I think you would describe them. The R3 animation for that was like climbing on their back, sticking your hands and their fingers in their eyes or something. And then you can kind of steer them. And they're just. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really yeah. like that. There was like at least two fights in the game where I didn't die because i was able to kill so it's many helpful. enemies by doing that and then a cool thing is at some point the boy starts trying to do it too it's like the boy saw you do it and then he starts jumping on their back and trying to do it unsuccessfully but it's like yeah. they added that i think at some point where the he he also felt like he gained confidence in combat not just skills but he would start doing more things like yeah i think the frequency of his intervention went up 
Yeah, uh, that was really, dude, it was just the way they did so much of that stuff was very yeah. good because it was a real progression for the kid. And then he went, sorry to just jump back into talking about the boy, but he's obviously a, a main character, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I mean, with the end of the, with how the end of the game, what they saw in that area, I won't go too far ahead. I would not be surprised if we start seeing, I don't know how Ragnarok ends up, but I'd be surprised if he becomes more controllable in future games. But, you know. Like it goes in the opposite. Like Kratos is just like using a cane because he's so old and he's throwing, (laughs) throwing. Well, I mean, you know, we've been talking about spoilers, but spoilers for a couple more minutes. You know, the 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 last scene when they're in that area with the giants and there's all the murals and stuff, and there's that uh, the the cave painting thing of Kratos dead in Atreus's arms that that Atreus happens to miss. Like they're they're foreshadowing he's he's coming to the end of his days. So oh, yeah, we'll see yeah, how yeah. we'll see how Ragnarok goes, but. You know, oh, dude, if this but is, then there's the, prophe- this is or the, the problem of like, you know, uh, children killing their parents. That's like a huge theme in this game. So does he end yeah. up killing Kratos? But also, Maybe. did Kratos break the cycle and change fate or change that because he, I don't know, man. I want to play it's, more. <laughs> it, so do I. It's, it's, it's really interesting. I'm, I'm really excited to see where it goes, but I would yeah. not be surprised if in some capacity, Artreus becomes more than just your secondary character right maybe and i don't know i feel like he's still so young in ragnarok but i mean how many years did they go across from what was it god of war 3 god of war 4 to 2018 like i think it was a pretty enough time, time for for kratos to get away from that find something he was attracted to yeah have a kid and then raise it to what is he 10 to 12 years old somewhere in there something you know, so there's a, a a good bit of time has elapsed. At so, least that many years, nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just I anyway. I, that's I just think it'd be it, one interesting to see him become more of just a passive character, and two, I could see him being like a potential lead. The character. I almost wonder if they'll come out with it, if they'll just make a like God of Son of War or something series one day, and he'll just Maybe. be a new character because at some point we're going to be so invested in the kid that he's going to be his own, his own character, you know? Mm -hmm. And at some point Kratos is probably going to die, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if gods really die in the, in this world. I mean, he's been killing a bunch. Kratos has killed a bunch. Of course they do. He can kill them because of something though, because he is a God, a God can kill a God, right? That's how I, that's how I took it. I don't think a God can. I don't think that he, they can. I think he's able to kill them because he, if I again, this is maybe off of memory incorrectly, but I think he's able to kill gods because he killed the three sisters of fate and was able oh. to change that aspect. And now it's kind of, but that also might mean that he can die technically too. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. But there's like there's gods that are older than he is. You know, there yeah. was gods that, yeah. but who knows? I don't even know. <laughs> you, he definitely, yeah, he killed. What was your reaction to him killing like Magni that came out of kind of nowhere, right? When he just like threw an axe in the guy's face. Um. Wait. Who who killed Magni? Because we had the fight with two of them. Yeah. So uh, Kratos, I think, killed Magni. If I remember right. I'm trying so, to remember because we had the fight with both right. Magni and Modi. Yes. And that was okay. Magni was killed. Out. I think by Kratos. That was a good fight. That was a good utilization of both characters. Yeah. It, yeah. it was. Magni gets killed by Kratos. 
and then Modi gets killed by Artreus. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, was so. I, I can't. I can't remember because Kratos was, to a certain extent, he was kind of like he didn't instigate anything. I feel like he was always in defense of or reacting to somebody else. The stranger came, challenged him. He he intervened. Did Modi you think the stranger came. was gone when that happened? I I know this is dialing back to the beginning um, of what we're doing. No, talking I mean about. the the stranger one killed himself, and then two. Yeah, and then he said, "No, I'm I'm I don't feel any of this." Blah blah yeah. blah. So okay. I believed him. <laughs> he seemed like an honest guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Did you? Okay. So when I don't remember if you were answering. That, the question, no, but what, but what I was, what I was getting to was, I believe Kratos was kind of like, okay, I defeated you. You're still alive, but I, I won. Right. Yeah. So Got if you, you want to live, you can go away now, but yeah. I've won. And typically they would not accept that. And then either charge in or do something to continue the instigation or, you know, the, to continue the interaction. And he would then respond with, okay, well then you didn't leave. So you're dead. Boom. Yeah. Right. Did you, I do the, when Atreus killed Modi. Yeah. I almost felt like it didn't happen. I don't know if I had to put any complaint about the story. It just, that one seemed, it seemed a little weird. I don't know. It it was it was I think they were using it as a as a character building point for Artreus, nothing else. So the it, it was Magnir Modi. I, I keep getting it mixed up, but whichever Modi. one, uh, yeah. So Modi's death was only just to show a how device to had gotten. Yeah, only a device to move Artreus's progression. That that yeah. was it. so that I kind of took it as he was kind of inconsequential. He's a char- he's he's a character, but you know he's a a god from this mythos and this pantheon that I've never heard of before. I'm not saying I'm an expert by any means, but you know the big ones, Thor, Odin, so on. You know, you know all the big names, but it just seemed like it was, he was mostly inconsequential, and it was just to move the boy's story. Yeah, but it was—I don't know. Uh, yes, and and maybe that's if if that is exactly how you're going to describe it. Maybe that's my issue with it. Is it just kind of felt like a plot device, and it didn't really. Yeah. To me, it didn't feel impactful at all. Like it should have been. You know, he showed up and he was already basically dead. You know, maybe yeah. it should have been at the end of the fight, and Kratos was like, "Show him mercy." And then he didn't. Yeah, you know. I don't and I, know. But and, and again, I think that's I, I I think that's why it was it was showing he was just being a piece of it shit. It was showing <laughs> Artreus and, and Kratos kind of like disconnecting. Yeah, right. That the Kratos has been consistently saying, if you're going to kill, it needs to be for a reason. Yeah, and, and that was for no. Reason. Artreus didn't have a reason other than he was mad. He was mad, and he was also just cocky. It was vengeful was and his, cocky, like, and yeah. yeah. He has to be a teenager in this game based on that, right? Yeah, probably. I, I think he's above 10. He is 11. So yeah, yeah. I'd say that's firmly yeah. above 10. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Atreus is approximately 14 in Ragnarok. So there's your time frame on that. That was a Google answer. Yeah, I mean, at the very end, 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 they had the little, you know, years later thing show oh, up. Oh man, I didn't expect so all good. that. Yeah, yeah, I know. We'll talk about that, I think, but we'll kind of maybe close out with that if you're okay with it. Just to yeah, that's fine. More. Yeah. Did you le- did you do any of Sindri and Brock's side quests? I they were got very them, good. but I did not. I didn't do any of them. Okay, they were really. I liked them a lot. They brought you to very unique, cool, just just really fleshed out areas, mm-hmm. and you got some 
to me some pretty good weapons because of uh, armor, I guess. Pretty good armor right. that were specific to the story. And also, I don't know, just the environments were cool. There was one where there's something it's stolen and you have to go retrieve it and you go into this hideout of these people that stole. The, it's the whetstone mm-hmm. they keep asking you to retrieve. Yeah, yeah. And then you go in this whole area and it it was just a cool area to begin with because it was kind of half water, half land. It was like a cave wow. system with water. And then you right. go, the last one, you go to this really big open area and there's a big old dragon there. And Ooh. You, yeah. And there uh, was, yeah, I want to go back and play those. It felt pseudo end game, I guess, like not quite as like end game, mm-hmm. but definitely like something that you would want to take into the final fight, I guess. Right, right. Sense. Yeah. And it also fleshed out their story like a little bit more. It kind of showed where their perspectives were. How did you like those gentlemen as characters? We never talked about them. We didn't. Before we get into that, I I will say when it comes to like their side quests, I did like how every time you went in to like use their shop and get upgrades and do all that, like, hey, you got the whetstone yet? They were it was again the game saying, like, hey, you still have this outstanding thing. Yeah, dude. But yeah. It made sense because the character that was saying it was invested in receiving that item. Yeah. So they kept saying, like, hey, you said you're gonna get it. You got it yet? I really like that. The <laughs> the characters themselves were were really, really great. It, it was I don't know why one was blue and one was, you know, uh, white. They like, might have <laughs> explained that a little bit at some point. I think it might have to do with the type of dwarven work that they do. Oh, interesting. The metalworking type of thing. Because I think, yeah, I'm not positive, but I think mm-hmm. maybe um, their method that they used was different and it oh, affected Brock a little bit. Everything that guy said was pure gold, dude. Brock. Fuck else you need. How come your brother's got half your brand? Because I ain't in a working relationship with that footlicker no more. Uh, Sindri was a very nice character, a very nice guy, even. Yeah, <laughs> But yeah. his character, the germaphobic thing wasn't as lovable to me as Brock just being an asshole all the time. Oh, is that dried blood? Oh. They were very contrasting. Yeah. And dude. I liked yeah. how they were, they were so different. Because if they just made them like, you know identical in some way or have really similar traits i think they wouldn't have hit as hard because they oh, were yeah. so vastly different yeah each one kind of like shined in their role dude i want to say there was a ter- kind of a turning point with brock i don't know if you re- caught on to this as much he's an asshole like the whole game he's he's really like he's not even nice there's a part where he has like a, a beast of burden i think he called it to help him transport stuff yeah and then he kills it and eats it did you he killed it and no atreus asks him like where's your where's your beast of burden and he's like oh that thing i just got done shitting that out he literally says that hey where's your beast of burden what do you mean i ate her crap bits of her out just a while ago what is wrong with you what? Her milk ran dry. He has like no regard for anything because he's just, I, I, and that personality type is funny but but fucked up. When the kid gets sick and it goes uh, incapacitated, he he's like, "Where's the boy?" And he just tells him like, uh, "He's he's fallen ill and he's and he's like, you know, I have to do this now to save him." And he's like, brought kind of panics and he's like. Mm-hmm do you want me to go with you? Like, can I, what can I do to help? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Like it was just, it showed that there was a lot more complexity to him than just being an asshole. And that's, and and then then he shows up up there. He showed up. Yeah. Yes, dude. And it's like, and he gives you, I can't remember what he, he gave you the ability to be able to get out of hell. Right. 
And I and I think that inconsequential, but I think that's the point where your fast travel becomes a two way door because okay. you were talking about fast travel. I think that is what um, what triggered because right because through the whole game, if you got to the end of say Helheim and said, okay, cool, I want to transport back, you could go to Brock, okay. but you couldn't go yeah. away. And I think okay. that's what turned it to be Maybe too, so. too, too directional. But yeah, that but yeah part, the, the, it's fantastic, fantastic. That part kind of, I would say it kind of moved me. I felt like a little bit in my chest for that part, just because he was, it was so genuine how he was like, like what, you know, he stuttered and he was, this is a guy that doesn't ever give a fuck about anybody. He doesn't put himself right. out there for anybody. And then he asks if like, do you want me to go with you? Cause mm-hmm. I get the feeling that they're probably both pretty capable of combat. They've definitely yeah. have like they choose to slip in and out of realms and everything, but I bet you there's some they're very, very important in the world. I don't know, man. It was cool. I thought that was that was the part where I was like, yes. We'll see if they carry on to Ragnarok. Cause I mean, it's supposed to, I believe it's gonna be taking place kind of in the same area to some yeah. degree. It's got Maybe. to. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Well the the boy so. had the yeah, again the end. But yeah, dude. And then escaping Helheim, I thought that was the end of the game. Speak since we're kind of on that when, when you were, were on the, the, uh, ship, the ship, yeah. I thought that was yeah. going to be the end because you knew that the what's the guy's name, the the stranger, what's his real name, Balder. Um, no. Balder. It? Balder. It is. That's Balder. Oh, yeah, Balder. I was kind of yeah. That was like out of the back of pocket there. <laughs> he was there, so I thought he was going to come and seek vengeance on the ship, and it was going to be a boss fight because it was this already a very big open area. Yeah, I, th- I thought we were. I thought we were going to encounter Balder in Helheim outside of just the when he was like interacting with his memories. I thought it was going to be more than that, but it it ended up not being. And I thought it was fine. Yeah, no, I dude, It was a yeah, that whole that whole Helheim thing was really cool. I I was very impressed with the way that it all unfolded. Also, you were back in an area you had went before, Mm -hmm. but -hmm. it was all very different. And then, of course, that's when the boy just flips a switch and goes back to not being the worst character in the game. Well, I think I think how they were explaining it was yes, it was presented early on as like bad parenting and uh, all that stuff. But I think whatever sickness he was going through, I think was amplifying his bad traits. Yes, and I yeah. think that's kind of what it was. So it's like, and if he had any any inkling of like, oh, oh I'm a god, so that means I'm more than the average being. If, if just that 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 thought crossed his head for a moment this sickness is going to amplify it to the level that we were seeing. Yeah. Yeah. And I almost wondered if he was like poisoned in some way by the, yeah, yeah. I think it almost, I think, I don't think he, I don't think he explicitly was maybe, I don't know, but they were using poisoned as like a, he's not a hundred percent. Right. So there's something there. Yeah. He's being a jerk. Yeah. I mean, you like, like to, to the degree of like, you know, if someone's depressed or anxious, they have like a poison, within them that kind of thing yeah mind body and spirit yeah yeah i think from there you kind of you just go and you be you get swallowed by the serpent which was fucking wild right oh man i knew something bad was gonna happen with that right yeah i i did i did like it i'm glad it wasn't as long as it was yeah dude because like you know the the serpent swallows you and i'm like okay it's a long be serpent, here dude. For it's like, very long yeah, like how fucking far are we going, right? And All the it way was out maybe the other it was maybe ten minutes. Ten minutes, like one little yeah. puzzle, basically. Yeah. yeah, which almost makes you wonder if there was any point to doing that at all. 
uh, uh plot device because well, yes and also found out and then you know tried it shows to... how desperate balder was to yeah. just how ridiculous he was willing to be mm-hmm. over it right did you attacking the world serpent itself like that's that's a ballsy pretty, move. pretty desperate yeah but he's you know a real dirtbag i forgot about the little arrows remember the guy gave him gave the boy green arrows yes and yes. that's what broke the spell of not being able to feel anything on balder did you yeah. catch on that yeah i had completely um, forgotten that happened after it, after all the interactions around those arrows came about he was given the arrows then they went to freya for something freya freaked out yeah about the arrows and i can't remember at what point kratos broke one of the arrows to use to fix his quiver mm-hmm. yeah i think that might have been before and maybe freya didn't see it or something yeah, so she he had he this right he, i think it might have been it, it, anyway so yeah but the, he had this he had point. this piece yeah yeah he had this piece of um what was it pumpernickel well it was it was <laughs> i can't remember what it was called it was like a flower um, <laughs> it was a pumpernickel was it bagel it was Asiago. yeah it was it was poppy seed was it no it, uh, it was what? it was can you look that up jamie oh, when <laughs> have you have you seen the tiktoker of i think the the account's called and every guy with a podcast and he does no. satire stuff oh, he, amazing whoever's listening that every guy with a podcast go look him up he's on tiktok it's the funniest things i've ever heard anyway let me see what he he does he does a bit where he's talking to his co-host who named named chris but chris doesn't exist Oh yeah, it's it's funny. He'll he'll have glasses on, and then he'll take his glasses off, and they're still glasses, and he'll continue his exposition. Just just stupid Is shit like it that. Just anyway, like us, yes. it was mistletoe. Which mistletoe? That's what it was. So which is a great name for an arrow. Yeah. So he he had the mistletoe, and I think Balder like punched Artreus or, or something. No, Artreus like attacked him during which that's that last Balder fight so fucking good. It was good. You had Such a lot a of fight. weapon mixing going on too. Which I like. Weapon a lot. mixing, environment changing, Freya, you know, in the background, yeah, losing her cool fucking too. mind, yeah. trying to interact and intervene. So good. It, it was, it was just, oh my God, such a, such a good fight. Such a good fight. Balder was an intimidating enemy through all he of was. it, man. Whoever the, yeah. the motion capture for that guy is, it just kind of a scary looking guy. Yeah. He's a mean looking fella. What Balder motion. And I, and I think it's possibly because he wasn't like Kratos is an imposing figure, right? Yes. He's yeah. super and, and, built and he's yeah. like seven foot tall. He's huge. He's at least uh, seven foot 12, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, and then, you know, looking at the outline you are looking at the comparison between Kratos and Balder, you know, he it's like over a foot difference. Yeah. Very, very big. But difference. it was almost like intim- more intimidating that he was such a small guy. And he, he was just seemed so imposing for being such a... He was kind of scrawny, right? Yeah. Did you know that Jeremy Davies... Do you know who that is? I don't. He was the actor for that character. Um. Oh, man. That link did not... Yeah, I'm, l- I'm looking him up now. Not not an intimidating looking guy at all. No. You know, and, and the, the mocap kind of changes their look a little sure. bit. Yeah. You know, but you can see it for sure. Oh, there's, there's some, yeah, there's some comparisons between Connor McGregor and Balder. It, oh, like yeah, how they mocha. Yeah. yeah, it looks very similar. Yeah, that's a good, that's a pretty good comparison. They also have, I mean, Cri- Christopher Judge doesn't look like Kratos, which, which is fine. Like the mocap doesn't always have to match 
I don't know yeah. if he mocapped it or not, but Kratos, I think it was because it was already a uh, established character. They probably weren't going to mess with that too much. Yeah, they did it. Yeah, that guy did a great job too. I know he got some awards for that, but he did a great job in general. I have one thing in my note. I don't need giant land. I don't even know what the hell that is. Oh, at the, at the very end. Oh yeah, dude. Okay. I should have made a little bit more clear on that. <laughs> <laughs> what is this picture from? That's going to be a, that's, that's going to be a, a thumbnail for sure, man. Oh yeah. We're, we're going to, we're going to post that for sure. Dude, I love, yeah. <laughs> Man, our, if if anything man our legacy will be our amazing thumbnail selection dude i can when i saw that that uh, uh post the one i did yeah, the with daryl the shark guy <laughs> I, I, I could gotta, not stop laughing you gotta get to the so bottom good. of the internet to find stuff like that oh oh, oh, oh boy so re- the, yeah oh god the land of the giants i really liked it was a because, good way to end the game, I think. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was because they were they were finally getting to what they've been trying to do the whole game, and they mm-hmm. didn't do what a lot of games do, which oh, we have to walk a hundred feet. Yeah. And there's enemy after enemy after enemy. It was like, look, you finally made it to where you need to go. Here you go. Yeah. Right. And you could just walk through, take in the scenery and do all that. And it it was it was really nice that the game just good. let you have the story one thing i i'm sorry for just taking all of the seriousness out of this but i was playing it my wife was sitting on the couch with me when i was finishing this and she was kind of watching it too and i was kind of i don't know why but i wondered if the boy was keeping up or you know so i just turned the camera around which made Kratos jog backwards up the stairs. And I was like, <laughs> that guy is a god of fucking war to be able to. He was just jogging full speed backwards upstairs. Oh, man. Which I think you'd make it one step <laughs> and you would die. But yeah, he did it. He did sure. it. Interesting that they had that size of stairs and murals and stuff like that when it was the land of the giants but you know that's neither here nor there there's also some kind of weird stuff going on because freya wasn't portrayed as not freya the white fey Fey, wasn't portrayed as a as a giant at all right i mean i think i think they're using giant as like yeah any anybody anybody that isn't human sized i think is part giant right is what they're kind of going for so um i did like when you're up on the peak and kind of looking out over the landscape with all the bodies that were just massive. Yeah. I'm not going to look yet. Um, look yet. I, I, I liked, I liked how big they were. Yeah. You know, cause I, you know, you see like, Oh, it's a giant and it's maybe 12 feet tall. Mm-hmm. These were like hundreds of feet tall. They were absolutely huge. There's a part where you climb, you spend like 20 minutes climbing one of their arms, the giant Thammer's corpse or whatever, the big frozen giant. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's crazy, man. They, they are. Yeah. So they, they did. Yeah. Through, through earlier parts of the game, they did kind of foreshadow like, Hey, there are different degrees of giant, but like there are some that are absolutely monstrous. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Faye wasn't done growing yet. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what is that? That's from? the same. That's the act. That's the that's the. Oh, actor. really? Yeah. Oh, he does not <laughs> look a, the same. No, you can kind of see it in other pictures, hmm. but I just thought all of that was kind of silly looking. 
do you want to kind of go towards the the ending yeah, of the game kinda, was nice we're right kinda, yeah you know? we're that's that's pretty much the whole thing we've gotten to like the end so one thing that was i just want to say about the whole giant thing other than running upstairs backwards i thought this was kind of janky he takes off <laughs> he takes off the arm guard things and shows his scars on his arm mm-hmm. and he's like i don't need to I, like i don't need to hide this anymore or he says something like that you know and the boy's like, can we just fucking go up this mountain here, dude? Like, uh, you know, I got to be at work at, in the morning. He's He literally <laughs> doesn't even acknowledge it, right? I feel like the kid was yeah. just like, what? and then it just like snaps and he's got the armor back on and you're running up a thousand feet of stairs. It was really yeah. weird. They should have just kept the armor arm off for the rest of that. There was no combat, so you didn't need to have it. You know, it was very weird. I, I, I have played a lot of games where something happens in a cutscene, but then it doesn't translate to the character model. And, and I would have been okay with that if it wasn't noticeable. if they didn't double down on the weirdness for that. How the boy yeah. was just completely ignored it and was I don't know. Yeah, I I think there was a couple things there. Again, we're going at this from an eleven year old kid. He he finally was given the ability to carry the mother's ashes. Yeah, dude, your your response is extremely reasonable. <laughs> like you know, you're so, absolutely so right. So now he's got the his version of like the day before Christmas. I have the thing I want to do. But your and mom's I, dead. I, I'm, I'm almost yeah. I'm almost there. <laughs> and I want <laughs> God damn it. Try to I'm trying to have a, a heartfelt Sorry. description of what's happening. Yeah, you gotta find another co-host. Oh man. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring Ben on. And you he he he's he's almost able to do the the first real quest that this boy has been on, the first real journey. Right. So that is where his mind purely is. Dude, you're totally and that, right. And that moment that Kratos is happening is really for Kratos and the people that had known his story previous to this. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And if I think if we didn't have this conversation, I wouldn't have felt any differently about it. But like, you're correct. I have to think of it as the response from an 11 year old boy who is just standing in front of 30 hours of playtime and what they're trying to accomplish. And that's true. That's a really good point. I've said this a couple of times, but you know, with with having kids, I, I see things a little differently. With, through a different lens, right? Which is, yeah. is true. I definitely would recommend this game for eleven year olds. Dads, no, yes. for dads. Oh, yeah. You know, dude. if if uh, if you've got a kid any age, I think it would hit harder if they're a little older. Playing through this, you're gonna you're gonna pick up on things that the average player probably wouldn't. Oh, dude, I'm not gonna uh, lie. I started filling out adoption papers when I finished <laughs> this game. Oh my god! <laughs> I've, got, I only... I've got a fr- I got a fresh one for you. No. No, it's okay. I'm not. I I'm not interested. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I was I was gonna I was gonna mention something about the character models with Assassin's Creed game, but it wouldn't fit. We have to talk about Assassin's Creed. I got to talk about how I don't like tutorials. What do you want to say about Assassin's Creed? Is there an Assassin's Creed that does a tutorial that you don't like? No, no. I think I. No. it's like every episode I've mentioned how much I fucking hate tutorials in games. Yeah. And I keep and, mentioning Assassin's Creed. Yeah, that's like our thing, I think. Those are our pillars of, of unity. You know, I, w- I was going to make the parallel between when you were talking about the when we were talking about the, the stranger fight, the very first stranger fight. Mm-hmm. I was going to equate it to a better way for a game to introduce combat than putting you in a ring with a trainer and be like, oh, parry me and do all this. It's like, you know, you go uh, one of the first Assassin's Creed games, the, the first Assassin's yep. Creed game. 
we're going there. They put you in a ring with a yeah. sparring uh, uh, partner, yeah. and you go through the combat that way. So I feel like the stranger fight was God of War's version in a much better way of doing the sparring match where you learn your combat controls through a actual storyline boss fight. If the game's good enough, you're going to figure out how to play it anyway. You don't need somebody to toss you a sword in a circle yep. and say, you didn't quite parry that right. I'm going to give you another shot at parrying that perfectly. You have too much controller you know, latency. Let's try again. If the game's good, they're, you're going to do it. I think this can be said a lot about a couple different forms of media. Yeah. As games are progressing, they ha- they don't have to tutorialize as much. Right. Even if they if say if they were going to do a God of War, but it was it was Artreus, they're probably not going to uh, tutorialize a lot of stuff because it's assumed kind of how we do this podcast. We assume certain things about our audience. They may have listened. The game designers are going to assume that they've played in some capacity. So the tutorialization is much lower. Other yeah. forms of media. Uh, Tom Holland's Spider Man, his first one. We didn't get the whole backstory of the origin story of Spider-Man because we've gone through so many iterations of Spider-Man already. We don't have to do that, right? And I think they started doing that with the Batmans and stuff too. So, you know, I I think with games, or the games that we started with were tutorialized for teenagers or younger. Before that, it was people that were picking up games for literally the first time. Right. So they had to tutorialize the pure basics of what a video game is and can be. So as we progress, that's going to be either either so seamless you never even notice it, or they're not going to have to tutorialize anything. Hopefully it's seamless and you don't feel yeah. it. Because that's yeah. something that I feel like I specifically look for in a game. is right. I want the game to teach you how to play it without screaming at you. Right. You have a nine out of 10 on enemies. Explain yourself. I just want to know. I think it was a, a lot of these things kind of commingle, but I think it was because of the R3 uh, big finishing move. It all just got pretty repetitive. And I had this problem with Diablo. Sometimes I want to break from just having enemies to have enemies. They were fine. I think there was an okay mix, you know, the first time they introduced you have like an ice an ice dragger you can't use the axe so i like that stuff but i think it wasn't that there wasn't enough variation okay it's just that it was a lot of the same thing over and over again until you got to the boss fights which were amazing but you know in between freya or not not freya in between oh let's see that dragon with the electric breath and freya all that shit in between as far as like more draugers more trolls, more blah blah blah. It just got kind of like it, it just got played out. So I, I I like the individual enemies. I think they were just too numerous in do some you think, areas. Um, do you think that if you kind of changed your way of combat a little bit and diversified a little bit more, maybe it would have maybe. And that also could be because I was playing on easy. I didn't have to. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Change my tactics. Yeah, so that's a good point, actually, because on on I every single enemy, it, on every single enemy except for the frost ones or the ones in Helheim, my axe worked 100. percent So I just axed okay. on everything, 
Yeah, I found the game in some parts pretty difficult. I had a lot of... Mm-hmm. If you look, I spent a lot more time on this game, and I don't think it's because I did the side quests and stuff. I think the game was right. just significantly yeah, more difficult. Yeah, yeah, because you made that comment. I, I said of like, oh, hey, I'm here, and then a couple hours later, I'm, uh, uh, you got an update. And I was like, oh, I'm doing this fight. And like, man, you're like almost done. Yeah. So, and I, and I, and I do want to make the distinction of enemies versus bosses right right so they're i I see them clearly different any of those dragons and named npcs that you fought those were all perfect but it was the cannon fodder and the ads and the extra junk in between yeah that's where i had to bump them down a notch yeah well i mean maybe maybe a difficulty increase would have made a little bit of a difference yeah did you ever it could have ever actually use the stance switching thing i I'm curious. This isn't in notes or anything like that, but you have the there was an uh, an ability where if you pause for a second, he switches stance and he'll do a different version of a move when you then attack again. Oh uh, no! That was kind of cool because no. there was one where he would almost do like a boomerang attack in the middle of fighting, so he would like throw the axe, but he oh. would like stop and put the axe yeah. behind him a little bit, and then like the next attack you do will throw and kind of bounce it between, but it wasn't like an aimed attack; it would just home in oh kinda, no i didn't mess with any of that it was so fun it's probably the would, difficulty yeah it was fun because you could look for a moment where you could pause attacking long enough to allow it to switch stances but gotcha i don't know okay so that i mean yeah maybe the enemies thing there was i will agree though there wasn't a, a ton of variation what enemy gave you the most trouble because i have one that just particularly stood out with me that fucked me up pretty good the magni and modi fight oh okay. was hard other than that, I had an issue with the witches. Not the witches. They were the ones that like teleported around and had the the poisons, yeah. but I didn't like those at all. Those were a pain. The arrows were really effective on that. Yeah. I I, only, I could never yeah. hit them with my axe. It was always arrows. Yeah. That stun arrows in particular would make them so you could hit them a lot better. If you used the blue arrows, it would increase their stun gauge or make it so they couldn't teleport. There was, so there was a pretty good reason to switch. Uh, I talked about the first phase of the dragon fight that was in the cave. That was difficult. And then there was one troll that I encountered that I had difficulty with. It was a regular troll, but the problem was I didn't have enough healing. I forget what the what the thing was for healing. Vitality. Vitality. I didn't have enough, like As the encounter yeah. started, I didn't have enough, and <laughs> I kept dying, and then I wouldn't get any back, so it just kept cycling over. I initially was going for strength and defense because I didn't really know any better. But mm-hmm. then eventually vitality became a really important stat to me because I would I picked one of the I think it was an axe handle ability mm-hmm. where you could like hold the block button and then hit circle and he would just like bring his hand out and heal himself really quickly. Oh, interesting. And the more vitality you got, you would get like a like a pretty good heal. And I thought I think that was kind of like a shit tier maybe ability to take but i found it really helpful because sometimes i would use that more than once in a fight i also had one where the boy would throw um health potions at me if i got hit really hard oh interesting out a lot too i did not play very defensively unless i never picked up that shield unless it was going to be like a last second counter attack which was only about 50 percent of the time all the time all right oh you know you know what i really didn't like the whole the whole area, I think it was the first world you go to that had the flying guys, like the little fairy mosquito things. Elves. I didn't like those at all. I hated those. With the blinds, kind of, where they yeah. like, encroach you in darkness. Dude, that, those enemies gave me so much yeah, trouble. I didn't I didn't like those at all. 
there was one part where you, I think it was when you were going through all of the realms or something, and then you kind of had to fight like a gauntlet of every enemy in the game yes. based on its world. That part wasn't difficult except for the, because I hadn't seen those enemies in so long. Yeah. I was just constantly blinded. That I was a really like cool scene though. Shit. I really liked that. It was. Yeah. It was very cool. And especially like that it kind of brought back mm-hmm. the enemies again. And I had actually forgotten what tactics worked well against them. Yeah. And I almost, I want to say, I don't really remember again. I forgot again. I think, I think it was the light arrows specifically because they were dark elves seemed like it worked well, but yeah, I don't know. That was, that was cool. I think with them, it was, it was like parry block and then, mm-hmm. and then counter attack, I think was their, their whole deal, yeah. but they would dodge if you ran up to them and swung and they would also dodge if you threw the ax. So yeah. what was, what was, were the dark elves, the one that gave you an issue? What was the one that was difficult? Oh yeah. It was the, the dark elves specifically. I did have okay. occasionally the yeah. issue with the, I want to say, I want to call them witches too. <laughs> but I, I like how I went through like, oh yeah, every enemy was yeah. hard. And you're like, oh yeah, just the dark yeah, elves. Just the, just the dark <laughs> elves. They were, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which one did you like? All of them. <laughs> you tell me individually <laughs> which ones. So you beat the game. A little bit after me not by much and then yeah you went back and did the little um like the prologue is it called yeah at your at your instruction because i was like oh hey the credits yeah. just rolled and you're like well hey did you go to the house yet and i was like well no yeah that's so a big thing though right i yeah yeah it was it was really nice i know i kind of had an oh fuck moment with that because i know in the back of my mind that somebody was going to be upset about everything that happened but the fact that like the boy saw it in kind of a dream but it was definitely not a dream (laughs) it's definitely like a prediction also that kind of plays i think it said three years later it said it yes and then that also puts the kids age for ragnarok in about i think that's literally how ragnarok is going to start i think which is i I think i want to be in that it's going yeah i i you know, it's 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 gonna be PS5 because it's it's not for PS4. It's so on PS4. Just so you know, there. is it really? It is. So oh yeah, I mean, it just just so you know, you don't have like I want to play it on PS5, but uh, I might have a next episode. I might actually, well, I want to wait. I know this is a weird thing, but I would like to wait because I want the game to feel new. I don't want to feel neutered getting into yeah. a brand new yeah. game. And then, like, I'm so used to playing like the maxed out God of fucking War. And then yeah, because we're gonna we're gonna lose. Yeah, you know stuff, you will for right. some reason. Which I'm 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 curious to know how they're gonna explain that because we've gone through and or, or is it just assuming that like you're at a different level? So I don't know. I predict I predict one of the weapons breaks immediately upon impact somehow. Right. Oh, he tries to hit the hit the hammer, and it just like, like the Leviathan X explodes. Yeah, exa- I'm yeah. thinking something like that. The Ooh, chains, I think, are too iconic, but we'll see. I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't hmm. have the chains. Maybe he immediately gets smacked into another realm. He's gonna defeat Thor and take his hammer. Oh shit! Maybe that'll be the second weapon. Maybe you start the chains are the first weapon you get. Maybe. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, it. I we all assume that's Thor. Right, you got the hammer, the lightning, all that stuff. Is Thor going to be the first, bo- the literally the first encounter? Are you going to kill Thor right off the bat? Is he going to be Stranger Two Point Yeah, like like how how are they going to uh, run that? So I'm 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 very intrigued. 
I know. It's I want to I want to play it really bad. I see you put ready for Ragnarok. In yeah, your notes. that's that's. Yeah, I want to play it so bad, but I am gonna restrain a little bit and put some time in it just so that way I can build a little bit of hype and kind of. It's weird to do that, but no, I get it. That's the way I want to do it. And I, I like I said, I'd love to play it on an actual PS5. Yeah, I just want to see the game like the way that you know the you know maxed out. And yeah, we'll see. Maybe if it doesn't, if I don't get a console by holiday season because it doesn't get cheaper, I might just buy one or I'll borrow one from your brother. I don't know. You <laughs> say, give me give me that PS5, dude. Or maybe I'll find I'll probably find one in the trash when they when they when they launch PS6. Well, then we'll get it dude i'm i know i think i've mentioned it before we're so behind on consoles i think yeah it's rough by the time you actually get a chance to get one they're on the new one i never really felt like the ps5 and xbox series were necessary yet yeah i did i I did like that they they let them be somewhat back compatible you know which was i think playstation did a better job but i don't but, I mean, I I, the, yeah. the Series X and S are essentially Xbox Ones. Most of your Xbox One games are still playable. It's just yeah. whether or not you have a disc or a digital. That's the kicker. True. Yeah, it's so weird, man. The PlayStation 5 is a weird-looking console, but it's even weirder I, with a disc slot. not going to lie. It's fugly. I, I, yeah, I'm i not a fan even of the... the controller, it's, I'm not a fan of the oh. Xbox Series X. I like the look and the sleekness of the S. I just want my disk yeah, drive back and I want the bigger hard drive. Yeah. So I don't like the look of the dual sense controller. That's the the PlayStation's newest iteration controller. Right. It's goofy looking. It Is looks it? like a like the console. Kinda, yeah. You've got, yeah, you've got like forty of them on your wall. So yeah, wait, hold on. Do you do you have an Xbox or a PS5 controller but no PS5? I have two. Actually. <laughs> That one up there in the in the black the black one there. That one right there. Oh my goodness. Have you posted that's have you posted your shelves? You need to post your shelves online. I don't think I should do that. Yeah, you should. And then this is the the this is what I played the game with. This is the dual sense edge with the comes with a two hour battery life. (laughs) It's honestly pathetic. But this is the cool thing. It you have a Steam Deck now, but it has the back buttons on it. So okay. I had mapped this to the boys arrows and this was oh, dodge. Oh, interesting. So you got this and then yeah. you have these buttons right here. I was very easy to spam arrows and dodge if any at any point. One thing I really got used to from Xbox to PlayStation is the directional pad is flipped from what I'm used to. So normally the directional pads here and yeah. our joysticks up here. So I can't tell you how many times I would leave the joystick and then move my hand here on like looking for the Xbox directional <laughs> pad. Yeah. And that, that killed me so many times. How do you feel about, about the, that controller in general now that you're, cause you've played a lot um, more Xbox than PlayStation. How do you feel about the layout? Cause it's very polarizing for people. Yeah, I don't I even still, notice a difference. Cause I put, see where oh, my yeah. thumbs are. That's bad. if I go, if I go in, they rub, they're not as bad as they used to be. Because I don't put my thumbs on the tip of the on the tip of the joysticks. Yeah, this is really good content for an audio only podcast as we're looking at each other's controllers. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry, everyone. And they're definitely <laughs> it's actually controllers. We're not comparing wieners. Well, I don't have it's audio on. only. Yeah, it's not wieners. Is there anything else to talk about with video games? Uh, for God of War, no. However. We do need to talk about our next episode and what game we're going to be playing. Our next game is my pick, Submerged Hidden Depths. 
Why is that funny? <laughs> Dude, honestly, I have no idea. I think I've been awake for way too long. I woke up at 4 and went to the gym. Went to work for 12, 13 hours and then did this. Sorry, dude. I have no idea why it was so funny. I think I, I think I half expected you to crack up, so it just made it funnier. Holy cannoli. How do you feel about that game selection? Uh, it sounds good. I don't know anything about it at all. It looks like a short game. It looks kind of like a relaxed game. I'm looking forward to having something I can play. I'm going to do a lot of overtime coming up here. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to something that isn't going to keep me up. That's one of the things I like about video games is playing them before I go to bed and just yeah. sl- like slow down. Which, good for you, two things, because I've gotten through some of this game already. Steam Deck looks great. If you can get cool. your Epic. Uh, it was For me, it was a free game on Epic a while ago. So I picked it up. Um, I want to say that I downloaded it on, I have it on Steam, I think. Oh, perfect. I think I yeah, I do. Yeah, I bought it on. You mentioned it, and it was pretty cheap. I think when at yeah that time it was on sale, so I bought it. It's a pretty short uh, playthrough. I think it's only supposed to be three or four hours. I think it'd be a really good Steam Deck game to kind of just you know relax and play for a bit. From what I've seen so far, it looks a little bit you know actiony exploration. You yeah, know? it looks pretty. So, um, but yeah, so I think that's going to do it here for us at three, two, one backlog. I think we're going to go ahead and sign out. Thanks so much for listening. That wraps up our discussion for God of War 2018. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know with a thumbs up, a comment, or sharing with your friends and family. If you're able to do so, play along with us. We'll post upcoming games to our socials and what games are up next at the end of each episode. This has been 321 Backlog by Alec and James. You can connect with us on any of our social media pages and by sending us an email at 321backlog at gmail.com. Until next time.